the Creatively Paid Podcast with Casey Reed, where it's all about helping creatives turn their passions into profit. If you've ever struggled with the business side of creativity, this is the podcast for you. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 10 of the Creatively Paid Podcast. It's so dope, man. We've reached episode 10, guys. This is pretty dope. We've been doing this for 10 weeks straight. Well, with one week missing because, you know, all of the stuff that was happening in the U.S. in terms of Black Lives Matter. And um, yeah, we definitely want to focus on what was happening at the time. But yeah, for the most part, we have been going strong consistently every week. Um, Yeah, and I definitely want to keep going. I legit I'm looking forward to episode 100. Like that is in my mind. I'm not going I know I'm going to get there. And I'm really excited for the things that are that will come with this podcast, you know. So for today, we're talking about the difference between business owners and freelancers. So with this topic, this truly is something I feel a lot of creatives struggle with because mainly in the creative space, graphic design, videography, photography, and so on, we've been accustomed to seeing a gig-based type of work, you know. So we've jumped into the gig economy and we view ourselves as just doing various gigs, you know, like I'll do this gig for $50, I'll do this one for 20, I'll do this for 30, da, da, da. and usually you're competing solely based on price, right? And honestly, that is a, <laughs> that's a whole conversation on its own. But what I believe happens or has happened for the most part is that because of the rise of Many different sites that have come up now, which I, by the way, I think are really awesome because when you're on a low budget and you really need something done, these sites really help you out, you know? Um, So yeah, with the rise of sites like Fiverr and so on, um, other sites are pretty nice too. Like 99 Designs is not really on the same um, level as Fiverr. It's, It's more high quality stuff and definitely a higher price point as well. But it's kind of the same concept where it's... A whole bunch of designers, a whole bunch of creatives on one platform, and they're all competing basically to get the client, right? So on Fiverr, how the system works there, everyone has their own profile. They're basically selling themselves in the best way possible. And usually the differentiating factor is price. The whole business model and the the ideal clientele is persons who are on a budget, which again is great, you know? But for the freelancer, for the one who's doing the work, it doesn't always work in our favor. So because of that, I feel like that has heavily influenced how freelancers think in terms of their business, right? And that, that actually answers the, the initial question or the topic of today, which is what is the difference between a freelancer and a business owner, right? And the true difference is they're really there really isn't any, (laughs) there isn't a difference between a freelancer and a business owner. A freelancer is a business owner, but in reality, most freelancers, most creatives don't view themselves as a business owner. You just view yourself as someone who does work every now and again for someone, but you're not putting on the cap of a business owner. And I don't know, maybe the, the title of business owner makes you feel feel weird or it feels like a lot more responsibility that you're, you're thinking of in your head but in reality we ha- you have to think like a business owner when it comes to being a profitable freelancer and being able to 
create the kind of income that you're trying to create and also to be able to grow to potentially be able to hire other persons to replicate the work that you're doing and to yeah to grow your business to get more clients to have a a more solid portfolio to you know to keep moving forward in your business so that's one of the biggest things that freelancers really need to understand is that that you are a business owner if you want greater success in your freelancing career you've got to start thinking like a business owner and the biggest thing that usually happens is when you don't think like a business owner and you're thinking like a quote-unquote freelancer in this case um you end up working in your business more than working on your business right and what does that mean working in your business as opposed to working on your business when you're working in your business basically that's the same as being an employee right an employee does not work on the business they work in the business so they handle the day-to-day they handle all of the various things that need to be done to keep the business running right but when you are working on the business you're focused on growth you're focused on the, the direction of the business you're focused on the vision you're focused on not the day-to-day things but the more higher level things that your business needs right and as a freelancer as a creative you really have to start thinking about what it is that you offer and thinking of it as a business right and that truly is and will always be the differentiating factor between you just being another freelancer that does design work or photography or so on and so forth and being someone who walks and talks like a business owner you know as in you make decisions like a business owner you actually have a contract you actually do sales calls or send emails or have a sales system set up have a marketing system set up you know and that actually goes into the next point and that is when you think like a freelancer and not like a business owner, like the true definition of what a business owner should be, your prices start to reflect that. So when you think like a freelancer, you're not thinking about the the costs to run your business, you know? You're not thinking about how much time it takes for you to complete a project and how much that costs you, right? You're not thinking about all of the various things that are needed to run your business. For the most part, if you have a website, you're paying, fees domain fees hosting fees um if you are hosted if you're just working on freelancing websites like fiverr and so on there are costs associated with that you know fiverr gets a cut of every time you whenever you render a job fiverr gets a cut of that you know and that is a business cost on you you know there's cost to marketing. If you want to push ads to your Fiverr profile or so on and so forth, there is a cost to that. There is a cost to when clients want to get on calls with you and they want to do an hour-long call or two-hour-long call. There's a cost associated with that. So the more you get familiar with the cost of what it takes to run your freelancing business, the more you're able to understand, okay, how can I price this better? How can I raise my prices in a way that will allow this business to be sustainable, you know, and where I can actually um, get up, I can earn a profit, but I can also grow. Because the truth is, 
the goal should always be to be able to grow your business, right? But not necessarily to a Fortune 500 company, but to the extent where you can put less of your own time in and manage the growth of the business itself. So whether your goal is to actually have an employee at some point in time, or if it's not, there's various things that you're going to be thinking about. Because if you're thinking about having an employee, the, the whole goal of having an employee is to save you time so you can focus on the higher level things. So it's either you invest in an, in an employee or you invest in better strategies to automate the various things that you do, to automate the onboarding of a new client, to automate marketing, to automate um, sales calls and so on and so forth. So yeah, and those are the things that you start having to think about when it comes to thinking more like a business owner. And one reality as well about being or thinking more like a freelancer as opposed to a business owner is that when it comes to clients, for the most part, if they if the only difference they can see between you and another freelancer is that one of you is cheaper, that's that's a problem. You know, that's a problem for you in terms of being able to really stand out in the sea of other creatives that are doing what you do. And that's why it's so, so, so important to invest in your brand, to invest in your story. And I, in my previous episode, I think about two episodes ago, I talked about crafting your story, you know, and I definitely want to do more episodes that really deep dive into personal brand and um, the brand of your business, you know. I have an episode about that earlier on where I spoke to um, Keenan Kelly where we talked about branding in general, but I definitely want to do some more deep dives into that because I think that's so, so important for creatives because when we miss that, when we forget to focus on that, that is when you just become another freelancer, another creative that just, that does what everyone else does, you know. Because the reality is many people can do the work that you do just as well or even better. But for the most part, the biggest reason why the biggest reason why a client will work with you as opposed to someone else is because of your story, is because of the relationship you built with them, is because of the fact that they actually like you. You know? That's why I think it's so important to differentiate yourself when it comes to that. And honestly, branding is definitely a topic on its own. I definitely want to have an episode just dedicated to that because I genuinely believe that creatives need to dive into that and know that for themselves and really get really good at that um, so that when you're starting your creative journey, you're not just jumping into this sea of creatives and getting lost where people only see you as a price as opposed to an individual creative that looks like they're really serious about what they're doing. Um, The next thing that I would mention is when you start thinking more like a business owner as opposed to a freelancer, then you start thinking more of how to build your business and honestly dedicating time to building your freelancing business. So as with any business, over time, you start to offer more high-quality products or services to what? To increase revenue, to increase the value that you can exchange to the world, right? 
as a freelancer, for the most part, you're not going to really think about that because, again, you're just thinking about just completing various jobs and completing as much as possible. But when you start thinking about the higher level issues that you can deal with and being able to offer more products and services to your clients to help them achieve their goals, that is when you really start to evolve as a creative. And that's that's something that I truly, truly believe is, is super, super important for creatives because yes, we are in this industry, we're in this um, career path because we love creating, we love the art of it, we love being able to create something that makes a difference for someone. But if you want to be able to make a living from this, we have to start thinking like this. You have to have a shift in your mindset. Otherwise, it will always just be a little thing that you do, you know, as opposed to um, a full-time business that you run. And another very, very, very key point that um, freelancers have a hard time with, as in when you're thinking more like a freelancer, quote-unquote, as opposed to a business owner, is being able to say no. <laughs> Being able to say no to things that you don't do. That's not a part of your scope of work. And I know many creatives out there can agree with me and say that there's been many times you've said yes to something that you're not really that familiar with. But because you're in this, you're continuing to run the same rat race of just getting another gig, getting another client, getting another job. You're not really thinking about the overall value of that. And for me, it's it's like, like I want to be obsessed about what it is that I do. You know, I want to be really good at what I do. I'm starting to learn more about the importance of collaboration with other creatives. That is when you start to level up. Trust me. And again, that is a part of thinking more like a business owner. Because, for example, if you're a graphic designer, and you know you are bomb at creating flyers, business cards, branding, all of that kind of stuff, right? You know you're dope at that. But you're okay at editing videos, right? You've done a little thing here and there. If you get a big um, video project that comes your way, for me, I would say the wisest thing to do if you want to produce something that is high level, I would say... Try to work with someone on that. Try to find a video editor, someone who just does that in the same way that you mainly do graphic design and work with them. And I can almost guarantee you, you'll be able to create something so much better when you work together with um, with someone else who has that expertise. Because with the beauty about creative work is that there are so many ways to collaborate. There's so many ways for a photographer and a graphic designer to collaborate. There's so many ways for a designer and a videographer to collaborate. So many ways for an illustrator and a graphic designer to collaborate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because all of these various creative things intertwine one way or another. There are core concepts that really work with each other, you know? And that that's one of the best ways to start leveling up as a creative. Like, starting to understand the need for networking and working with other creatives to, yeah, to offer the highest um, level of service as possible. And that actually leads me to my last point, And that is understanding that the way you treat your client is so important. 
when you're a freelancer or when you think like a freelancer, you're not necessarily thinking about the client experience as, you know what I mean? You're not thinking about it as much because for the most part, other platforms are handling that for you. Because in reality, <laughs> oh man, this is interesting. This is something that just popped in my head. Because um, in reality, when it comes to working on platforms like Fiverr, 99designs, and so on and so forth, you know, what's, you know what is technically happening? You're technically being employed by Fiverr, 99designs, and so on and so forth. Yes, you don't have a contract. Yes, you don't have the whatever, the bells and whistles of, uh, of being a full-time employee. And you have your flexibility in terms of your time, so on and so forth. But in actuality... The work that you do is a reflection on Fiverr, on 99designs, you know? Like, you are the employee for them. They are commissioning, Fiverr is commissioning you to do that work for them, right? So, and in exchange for them um, advertising you and you doing the work for them, they take a little off the top of whatever you make on those various platforms, which is fair, you know? So when you start thinking about thinking of yourself in the same way Fiverr thinks about themselves, then you start to think about how important um, client relationships are and how super important it is to take care of your clients. Because when you take care of just when you treat your one client like the absolute best client in the world, I, I can guarantee you the word of mouth from that one client will be so valuable to you. Like, trust me. So you really want to ensure that you take the time to work on the customer relationship side of things. You know, of course, you have to work on customer acquisition and getting customers in. But once you have your customers in and they are your clients now, you really want to work on that relationship because... Trust me, having a great customer relationship and really allowing them to feel like you care about what it is that you're doing, that you're invested in what it is that they're doing, that will be extremely valuable for you. That is how you get clients coming over and over again. And that's how you build your authority in whatever niche that you're in. And that is how you really start to stand out because... It's super hard for another creative to compete with you for that client. When that client, when that client just simply loves you, <laughs> they love the work that you do. They love how you treat them. They love how you go about things. You know, like you can't replace a great relationship. You know, you you just can't. Yeah. So that's just a few points. Um, about the difference between a freelancer and a business owner. I, I would be glad to do a part two of this because I feel like there's a whole lot more that we can definitely dig into. But for the most part, that is what I think a lot of people need to start thinking about when, in, as a creative, you know, thinking more along the lines of how to think like a business owner, how to think about the various things that business needs, think, thinking about the marketing, the sales, the legalities of it customer acquisition and customer relationship and so on and so forth understanding those various things so that you can upgrade your level of thinking when it comes to your freelancing business and for you to really understand that as a freelancer you are a business owner 
you are a business owner. You're running a business. You're exchanging value for currency, right? So, yeah, I hope this episode encouraged you. I hope you learned something. And as I end of this episode, I want to leave you with a book that you can check out. I think this book is really awesome. I, I got this about a year ago or so. And it's pretty, pretty awesome. It digs into so many concepts that we've kind of dug into already. And it really breaks down how to really, how to be successful as a freelancer. And the book is called The Freelancer's Bible. Everything you need to know to have the career of your dreams on your terms. It is by Sarah Horowitz. But yeah, definitely check it out. It's relatively cheap. You can get it for like less than $10 on Amazon. Um, I'll have a link to it below as well if you want to check it out. And yeah. I think that would be, that would definitely really help you out in thinking more, like uh, how to be more of a successful freelancer and to think more like a business owner when it comes to what it is that you're doing. So with that, thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope it brought you some value and I just hope you go out there and just create some dope stuff, man, because guess what? You're on that journey of being creatively paid. (laughs) See you guys later. Just before I end this episode, after reviewing the episode, I just wanted to ensure that no one leaves with the impression that Fiverr or 99designs or anything, any sites like that are in any way bad for your design or creative um, endeavors in terms of making work or getting work online as a creative. They definitely are amazing. Those marketplaces are really awesome, especially when you're just starting out. It's probably one of the best ways to start creating a portfolio you know and starting to get used to working with people and getting clients of your own and so on and so forth but yeah so i just wanted to ensure that no one leaves this episode thinking that those websites are inherently bad because they definitely are not um the point i was trying to make in the episode is that as a creative you definitely want to start thinking more like a business owner as opposed to the conventional way we look at freelancers, which are, in the way most of us view it, is um, as persons who don't necessarily think like business owners, they're just worried about the next gig or the next job, you know? So, yeah, I just wanted to clear that up just just in case anyone might leave this episode thinking that that is what I was trying to convey, and that definitely wasn't, all right? So, I will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Creatively Paid Podcast at www.creativelypaid.com.